We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Monday night. Another edition of Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped, episode 49. CP the franchise, Alex Rotaros on the ones and twos. On today's episode, we will recap the week that was for the Knicks. Take a look at what lies ahead and talk about Emmanuel quickly, man. Is Emmanuel quickly a six man of the year candidate? Let's talk about it, man. Yes, this is a live show, live and direct. Hit that like button, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. And lock in, man. CP the franchise, Alex Taros. Back at it. Big week. Big week, Al. Uh, but first and foremost, man, how was your weekend, man? How, how, how's your weekend go? Mm, you know, I enjoyed my weekend considering that the Knicks won twice. Nice. So, yes. you know, we got a five-game winning streak. Enjoying it. Uh, you know, made some money on prize picks. I got to choose you. Somehow, you know, I, I was just <laughs> able to put in that request. Knew you were going to miss the free throw. So, I knew it was just guaranteed money. I went four you took, out you of took six. the under and point five free throws. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. You're one for five. Uh, going in. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a disaster that was, man. What an absolute disaster. Uh, you know. But don't worry, man. You look, you look good. You look good in the Letterman. All I, right. I, yes. I, I was styling and profiling. I was fresh. I came to part. We were honoring the 73 team. You know, there was a lot of love from the fans going through MSG, man. Shout out to all the fans that, that we ran into and were chopping it up with. Gave out some snapbacks. A lot of love for the show. Uh, people sent their salutations for you and JD, man. Just a lot of love for the show. But but that involved a lot of celebrating, you know. Mm. And, and and you work hard. And I, I do. I am a, a a whiskey enthusiast, if you will. Mm. Please please drink responsibly. But yes, I am a whiskey <laughs> enthusiast. My cousin that came to the game it was a family affair. It was a family show. So we're toasting. We're, we're you know toasting it up. We're chopping it up, mixing and mingling. So I had, a, I had a couple of pops. You know, I had a couple of pops. And then those things come back and, and haunt you. What do you got to do things like the free throw? So no excuses. But I'm just saying. I'm, I see, I'm where, just I see saying. where you're going. Yeah. But you know what? I took all that into consideration. Because you told me family was coming into town. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lock. <laughs> uh. And then, on top of that. I had two free throw bracelets. What my cousin had left early, so he didn't Ooh, participate. You were supposed to get two I shots? I had two, so I go to the lady. I said, hey, I got two. 
I got to go again. This is just a practice. Oh, no, no, no. You got to go. You know how they do. They, you know, one and done. Ah, Hit the exits. Come on now. You know, I'm with the Knicks chick. She's she's Captain Rule Blaker. So she's like, just get online, get online. You know, but we already got facial recognition going on in MSG. I'm not trying to overstay my welcome here. So I, I get my shot up and, and head to the exits, man. Mm. It was a tough one. One for five. It was tough. You know? Well, there's away. always next time. There's always next time. CK. Yeah, there's there's always next time. I, I will never give up on my quest. I'll, I'll get in the gym. I'll call my guy Dave Z. Get in the gym, man. Get back to it and make sure it's a far better showing on the next one. Hopefully the next time I can take you on the over. Yeah. But until yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> and John Talento says, yeah, I got to put the hat backwards. See, that's another thing. Oh, you got go. to so man. the whiskey. I'm always the hat. because 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 on my form, I'm always interfering with the brim of my hat. It always does that, so that's like a little interference, you know. This I list is getting pretty long, man. I forget to do that. I forget to do that. This list is getting pretty long. First, it's the hat. You got the whiskey. You know, you try. You thought you were gonna get two free throws, so you didn't come correct and uh, thinking to knock him down, knock both down, man. But it, it wasn't all for naught. It was not all for naught. Number one, my guy Chris Shamus hit his shot. Shout out to my guy Chris Shamus. Oh, let's go. Uh, Knicks, the Knicks fan cave. Shout out to Chris. Shout, uh, yeah, to shout Chris. out to Chris. And the Knicks chick, the Knicks chick won 1500 on the let's contest, go. man. On the shooting contest. So I didn't go home a loser. You know, that that's, that's just what it was. You know what I mean? The free throws, I didn't make the free throws. But it wasn't all a loss on the night. Shout out to the Knicks chick for winning yeah. that money. 1500 man. They were going for... Uh, for fifty, or you, you get you get five hundred for every shot, and she cast layup, cash the two elbow jumpers. Mm. That was all you needed, man. And they came right right out with the check. Make sure we made. If sure I knew that, bounce. I would have taken the over for that on prize picks. Yeah, you, you probably should have taken the over uh, on the next chick winning the contest. But yeah, gave, gave us a check, whole hard check. Made, made sure Dolan's money didn't bounce. You know, very, very valuable team in the NBA. Just make sure those yeah. check. Make sure those checks are good. Held it up to the light a little bit. Made sure there was no, you know, funny business. Now he's listening and he's like, "All right, let's get this guy in facial recognition." <laughs> <laughs> I and I and I think because the last couple times I've been going to MSG, man, the uh, the the bandwidth has been pretty slow. It's been pretty choppy mm. on the video. So mm. I think it's it's the facial recognition technology, you know, soaking up all the bandwidth, man. Jimmy D, we we got to talk to Spectrum. We got to get something going and and fix that problem, man. Can't well, have that's the first issue. Using not, Spectrum. Not hot, hot wire. What's that? Yeah, that, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the first issue. You're using Spectrum. That, Gotta get that it. Fios. <laughs> Gotta get that fiber optics popping. Immediately. Ooh, Brandon Guest, CP looking like Mitchie at the line. Oof. Oof. Mm. Yeah, man. Shout out to Junior Caroma. Got to take the hat off, man. We got our regulars in the chat right now. Shout out to Wayne Dennis. JJ in here. Junior Caroma. Gamba's in here. Jamaica Queens. All the regulars in here. Shout out to Will Hooper. For the peace. How you feeling? Brandon Guest. A lot of the regulars, man. Salute, salute. So anyway, yeah, let's get to the order of business. Let's get to the rundown. 2-0 last week, coming off of the All-Star break. You had a Nick team that came back from 19 down in D.C., led by Julius Randle's monster, monster performance, 46 points. Mm -hmm. And then they come back home on the second night of a back-to-back against a Pelicans team that was rested. They had flown in from Toronto, but they were resting on one day's rest. Knicks made quick work out of these guys, man. No no problem at all. They averaged 121 points over the, those two games. Shot 40% from three. 
You got solid contributions, not just from Julius, but Jalen chips in with his. I loved RJ's game against the Pelicans. I thought RJ was really good, especially probing and attacking the basket. He had seven assists in that game. I love to see playmaking RJ in his flow and, and in good rhythm in the offense. He was able to find Mitch for a couple of nice alleys. Gotham Lob return, so that was good to see them connect with each other. And then, you know, the, the heart quickly tandem. Quickly and heart coming off of that bench. Wizards game, they closed that one out. Pelicans game, 28 points between them. Team is clicking right now, man. Eight games over 500. Ooh. Fifth seed in the East. Shout out to our guy, Ice Trey. Let's knocking go. out the Nets yesterday with a buzzer beater. Fifth place. The the quest for fifth is here, man. So it's a good week. What would you think? I liked everything about it, considering that Mitch came back and he looked like he hasn't missed a beat. Yeah. You know? Two games back to back, double double. So and you see the impact as soon as he gets back on the court, altering shots. Everyone's a little opponents are afraid to attack the lane, try to, you know, throw up some floaters or whatnot. Better coverage on the pick and roll. You know, and we were discussing the drop coverage with uh with AD. So you yeah. start to see what happens when you have Mitch back there, who's got the foot speed, the length, to to just guard the switching. Yes. So seeing him back healthy, that's great to see. Julius Randle, awesome performance, especially coming out of the All Star break, going both nights, fifty percent from behind the arc. After we had all the complaining of like, oh, why is this guy in here? We should have chosen somebody yeah. else to shoot the three. Blah 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 blah. blah. Like I said on, on the last post game, he's not the most efficient three-point shooter. But when you see when he's putting up the most three-point attempts, he's top 10. And he's top 10 yeah. in makes. That's why he was in a three-point competition. All right? So yeah. it's good to see that he's hitting from behind the arc. We're going to need that as well. And like I said, seeing that he's coming out of all-star break, still being on that all-star level ready type of performance, you know, it's giving me confidence when it comes to closing the season, right? And especially when you have Jalen Brunson who struggled his first game back, had, like off a break, I should say, and yeah. you see he had to knock off the rust. Another game when he played against uh, the Pelicans wasn't the most efficient night to him, was still able to get to the line. I still like that he's still able to get 20 points. That's how he uses his physicality and his footwork to do so. But the fact that Randall was able to help carry the team in that aspect, that's just encouraging for me to for, as the Knicks close out the final stretch of the season. And then how about RJ, man? RJ yeah. coming back, looking, looking strong. It uh, looks like having the break was good for him. You know, maybe he's fi figuring out that new role, especially with Josh Hart here. You know, you talked about it with JD on uh, the post game against the Wizards. You're starting to see that closing lineup with Brunson, Hart, Quickly, Randall, Mitch. And it's like, you know, the beginning parts of this game, you're just seeing RJ, who's going to run mostly with the second unit. That's where he's going to have to make his money and be that offensive threat. And so far, last couple of games, he's been doing that. So... I want to see how that trend continues to close out the season as well, but it's good, man, seeing this the Knicks continue their winning streak after yeah. being off for so long, right? Shook off the rust against the, the the Wizards, but now you're going to go up against the Boston Celtics tonight. If they get a win tonight, man, if they get Oof. a win tonight, that that's a statement. That's let's, a true statement. Let's talk about it, man. And as you mentioned, Julius Randle, our player of the week, last two games out, 37 points per game, Four rebounds, 3.5 assists, 55% from the field, and 50% from downtown. Look, man, there's not a player right now one-on-one. -on -one. I've been saying this for a little while. There's not a player one-on-one -on -one that can hold this guy right now. And his shot bag has been back to where 
it was a couple of years ago. He's letting it fly from three. Just in a great, great rhythm. You know, attacking the basket when he needs to attack. And just as you said earlier, in that Wizards game when Brunson got off to a slow start, it was Julius back to his, his hot first quarter start. And just in every moment when the Wizards were trying to get back into the swing of things, I think there were like 20-something lead changes. Mm-hmm. He had some big moments, some some big moments in the third quarter, some big moments in the fourth, two threes, two big three-pointers in the fourth quarter, had the assist to Mitch late in the game with a couple seconds left. So it was good execution by Julius, man, just just excellent execution. And his shot creation has just been um, unreal. It's, it's been unreal, man. He's really in his own. So great job by him this week. Absolutely. And I just want, let's see how he does against tonight too, right? Let's see if he can keep up this, this hot shooting uh, streak. It's, it, even if he doesn't, as long as he performs efficiently, which is the thing that we saw before the break, right? And he, it was against the Hawks and started hot from three in the first quarter, got cold in the second half, and then started to use his physicality to attack in the paint and stop the bleeding when it looked like the Hawks were about to make a run to come back and win. So I want to see how he's going to do that tonight against Boston. Boston's a tougher opponent than obviously the Wizards. Yeah. Pelicans are reeling. So let's see. And we saw he performed very well against Boston the last time around when he came out. When he came out here, I was at that game. But still, tough, tough opponent. You know, let's see. Let's see how he's able to, you know, I feel like he's getting more comfortable and understanding how the game unfolds and where he needs to go. It's not just because there were times like, especially at the beginning of the season where it felt a little a little erratic at times yeah, where he was yeah. like all right i'm just keep chucking from three because i gotta put up a lot of shots and then it was like no why don't you just go into the paint and these last couple of games it seems like he's just recognizing it uh the change that he has to do the in-game adjustment that we asked from tibbs he's doing it yeah so i want to see how he does that against boston tonight not saying that he's not going to have a good performance i expect him to but just see but that what that's what takes stars to another level it's saying all right this is not working for me how do i adjust to show that my presence is still felt and they still have to continue to double team me, triple team me and get my, my teammates open and good quality looks. So that's what I want to see tonight. True indeed. And and when you talk about the double and triple teaming, let me pull this, this one up because this was just as of last week, you have Jalen Brunson and Julius Randall double teamed 30, 30% of the time is Brunson. Julius mm. 33.5%. And that ranked Julius third in the NBA and Brunson seventh highest in the NBA. So you have two of your top shot creators uh, in the top 10 in double team scene and, and sort of a pick your poison right now. I, I still think it, it's very interesting to see where this Knicks offense ranks a six in the league right now. Six ranked <laughs> offense in the league. And it, it, it's just incredible because. They are 23rd in effective field goal percentage. 23rd in three-point percentage. 30th in assists. 30th in assists per field goal made. So they don't they don't really move the ball as much. But you're getting so much efficient scoring from those two guys that that's carrying a load. On top of the fact that they're fourth in the league in turnovers per game, so they're keeping that low. Mm-hmm. Points in the paint, 14th in the league. That's a good number. So they're still managing to get it done, man. And obviously on the boards, the work that they do on the boards, number two in offensive rebounds per game, number two in offensive rebounding percentage. 
Um, number seven in defensive rebounds per game, 19th in defensive rebounding percentage. So especially on the offensive boards, that extra effort is on, on top of the isolation scoring. It, it's what allows their offense to work. I, I said it in, in a previous post game. It's not efficient. It's effective. So yeah. far, so far. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and <laughs> it's just so interesting that you, I just can't stop the fact to think that we have two players on this team in the top 10 when it comes to who's double teamed the most in this yeah. league, effective in isolation scoring, right? Because Randall, when he started the season, was in the 40th percentile, right? Around there when it came to ISO. Now he's up into the 60th. Uh, Brunson's in the 80th. Like I'm not, I'm not just giving, I'm not giving, these are not the specific numbers, but I'm just saying like they're in these, like these ranges, like around the 80th for Randall, it's around the 60th. Um, but how is Brunson not in the all-star game? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You, you see, you, you see these numbers, you see the impact on the court and you're like, wait a minute. So you're telling me he gets double teamed and one of the most players who gets double teamed in the league the most. Yeah. That must mean he's scoring a lot. And then you hear he's effective in isolation, so you're like, so he's unstoppable. And what's the Knicks record? Wait a minute, there are eight games. Eight games over. Like now, eight games man. over over 500. But before that, it was what, uh, what five? We were five, six games over. Yeah. Uh, over 500, and you're like, wait, this guy's not an all star. What are we doing crazy. around here? That it, it, it's it just keep, it just keeps adding on, man. It just keep, this just keeps adding on the snub job, the snub job that uh. That Brunson yeah. got this this season for being an all star. Yeah, but you no, know, you, you talk about it being effective and not necessarily efficient. You know, you, it's it's just impressive that since Tom Thibodeau has made this nine man rotation change, you know, there's a lot of talk right now over the last you know 39 games the Knicks have won 25 right since that rotation mm-hmm. change, and because of that, uh, it's this is a 53 team like win pace that the team is on right mm-hmm. now. So you, you hear that, you think about that. Obviously, that's just a pace. That doesn't mean it would actually turn out that way. But to to even hear that and to think of that, it just it just makes me wonder what could have this what could this team have been if they started the season healthy, right? Yeah. And obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it. It's like players hitting their stride at the right time. Everyone has to gel at the right time, mm-hmm. right? You still got to work out the rust, the kinks of like new teammates and whatnot. But you hear all this and you see that you talk about the offense being in top 10. Make sure to go check out uh, Knicks Fan TV's uh, Max article who talks about the, why the offense is in top 10. Yeah. Talks about getting to the free throw line, the isolation scoring, and, and all of that. So go to kftv.com. Make sure to read that article. But you read all this, you see it, and you just watch the impact. And it's like, it's not the prettiest thing. But as you said, it's effective. It's effective, man. It gets the job done. And right now this team is looking at fifth in the East, because Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks made a, a nice, miraculous buzzer beater to wrap up the Nets last night. So, Knicks and the Nets in a Pack virtual <laughs> tie for fifth. And with the Nets coming to town in the last game of the regular season matchup between these two teams, it's a big one for the Knicks. It's a big one for the Knicks. They'll have an opportunity to tie. And... Hey, that'll be interesting when it comes to to tiebreakers, because right now, if we look at if if we look at the conference standings, they're almost neck and neck as well. Nets twenty one mm-hmm. and f- twenty four and fifteen in the conference. Knicks twenty four and sixteen. So that so that Nets game is going to be a big one as well. 
that Nets game is going to be March 3rd. I mean, uh, March 1st, sorry, at MSG. Mm. Mm. Big game. It's this, it's this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's after the Celtics game. So, um, you know, th- this is going to be a tight race as we take a look at the week ahead, Al. Tonight versus the Celtics. And you have March 1st against the Nets at the Heat on Friday and then at the Celtics to close out the week. This is going to be... It, this is going to be, for me, it, it, it's going to be two things. Number one, when you look at the Nets and the Heat, it's going to be about the tiebreakers. They finish yep. with the Nets, tie that series up, forget about what happened in the past, tie that series up, win win the game you, you need to win. Against the Heat, they're on game two or four. So try to get this one, and then you have two more against that team. You put yourself... Further, you drive further away from that Heat team right now. Right now, the Knicks are two and a half up on the Heat for the sixth spot, or or if you want to say tied for fifth. So mm-hmm. continue to separate yourself from the Heat and and get that tiebreaker with the Nets. And then against the Celtics, for me, it's a, it's a litmus test. And see where you are. Tonight, no Jalen Brown. Tonight, the Celtics team still has a number of weapons. Comes with Tatum. You know, they, they shoot the three ball well. Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year candidate. Derek White, killing it. Horford shooting, you know, hoisting threes. That team is chucking from all over the place downtown. So the Knicks' three-point defense is definitely going to have to be sharp and, and on point. But it's a litmus test against the Celtics. Number one team in the East. They're half game up on the Bucks, So they, they're going to be fighting. They're going to be scrapping and clawing as well because they want home court advantage in the playoffs. And you see where you are. Jalen Brown out tonight for personal reasons. You try to capitalize on this one. And then you see what happens on Sunday. Marcus Smart returning. So that'll be another tough matchup against an elite Celtics defense. Mm-hmm. So so big week. Big week, man. What, what are your thoughts on the week? I'm so interested about this game tonight because we didn't see Marcus Smart face the Knicks last time. And he's the point guard, man. He's a top defender in this league. And I want to see how Jalen Brunson is able to handle a top defensive guard like that. You know, we, we've seen the wingspan bother him at times, especially when it's against the Toronto Raptors. But and it didn't it wasn't an issue against the Nets, it wasn't an issue against the Hawks. But when you start getting up into those upper echelon of quality opponents, you want to see how does how does this entire team rally together, right? So is Brunson gonna have it tonight? Like we said, we've seen him just he's gotta shake off that rust a bit just to get back into rhythm. Hopefully it's against tonight because we're gonna need him against the Celtics. But this week, man, you talk about it. It's not only trying to get the fifth seed, you're trying to get the fourth, as JD's now looking at, right? JD's looking at the fourth seed. Yeah. Yep. JD's seeing if fourth we can get seed. even further than that. Um, but this is it's big because not only for positioning, but it's to try to make a statement, man. Like these are this is a statement week, in my in my opinion, for the Knicks. You got the Celtics twice, you got the Nets, and you got the Heat. So you're not only saying that you you see every you see the Heat, the Nets are right there trying to Get into the playoff race as well. Trying to get out of the plan. Can you hold them back? Can you create even more separation to hold them back and to surpass the Nets in that seating? And then on top of that, you're going to see the Celtics twice this week. Yeah. That is like we had against the, the Sixers, how, like how we had against the Bulls earlier this season. That's kind of like a playoff playoff type atmosphere. You're seeing the same opponent twice in this week. What adjustments is this team going to make? When they face off, because you're going to see them this week, this this uh, today, then you're going to see him Sunday. All right, and you got Joe Mazzulla out there who's been doing a good job for the Celtics, so you know he's ready to to adjust. Sure, they're going to do mostly the same thing, shoot a lot of threes, 
get Tatum good work so he can drive and make be the facilitator. But how do you adjust to to seeing these guys twice this week? So yeah. it's going to be a good test on that type of atmosphere. And if you beat the Celtics, and it's just all you do this season is just tie with them, number one in the East, all right? That says a lot to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. If you tie with the number one team in the East, all right, that says a lot to me considering what we saw this team come from in the beginning and what they are right now. So I'm looking at this week as a big week as truly this could be a week that puts, in my opinion, the league on notice is saying, you know what, the Knicks are the, like, we know the Knicks are a gritty team. It's not, you can't just look at this team and be like, all right, it's an easy win for us. All right. You can't, you're not going to count the Knicks out, but if you, t- if you have a good job this week, league's got to recognize, all right, that this team is, this team is clicking. This team's real right now. 500 people in the chat. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Monday afternoon. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. A matinee afternoon edition of Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped. CP the fan to us, Alex Rataros on the ones and twos. Uh, we just talked about those Celtics. Big, big game tonight at Madison Square Garden. Knicks taking on the Celtics. Uh, Celtics coming in without Jalen Brown, who's going to be out for personal reasons after the game. Well, during the game, be sure to tap in to Knicks Play-By-Play Live, hosted by JD Sports Talk. That one, we're gaining a lot of momentum on the play-by-play show. JD's killing it, so make sure that you guys watch along with JD. And afterwards, we'll do Nick's post-game live uh, back with myself and Alex, man. So as we continue to ramp up with 20 games left, make sure that you guys keep it locked to Nick's Fan TV, man. Number one show for the fans by the fans without question. So make sure you guys tap in. Uh, the Core Mega interview dropped yesterday for our our fans. The channel members got that on Friday. Make sure you guys check that out and and some blockbusters on the way. Trust and believe. So make sure you hit the subscribe button, the share button, and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Shout out to all the mods in the chat joining us today. TM Jonathan Lento. We see the shells in here. Uh, we got our channel members in here. Welcome to our channel members. I see JT Riddick, uh, Junior Caroma, Park City, Dion. What's going on? Big Surge in the building. Jorge Lopez. How you feeling? Okay, so we got a lot of our people in here, Al. Um, let's go to the let's go to the phones. We got some people on the phones. You guys can call us up uh, 657-383-1509 or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's try uh, Will Mack on the Discord. Will Mack, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, What's up, man? First off, like... Shout out Cormega, one of the goats. Absolutely, uh, I thought that was hilarious that he said he was sixty-eight. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the other day, that was that was mad funny. Yeah, yeah, man. I had to look it up. He got he got my neck too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Pause, but shout out, shout out to Mega, man. Shout yeah, out no to fun. Mega, man. Uh, yeah. So I think it's also crazy that we have um, you know, Jalen Brown's not playing tonight, and I, I don't want to speak for all Nick fans, but I feel like we kind of want to see him play tonight. I mean, we want to see like where yeah. we're at right now. So I think that's a good problem to have. Uh, so, um, but yeah, um, hopefully we'll get the win tonight. You know, I'm watching ESPN today and, you know, of course, first takes got the Knicks on, you know, Stephen A's clamoring about Mm -hmm. Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, that I'm sick of hearing that. I know you probably are too, but I wanted to bring up Wendy basically said he thinks the Knicks are basically one piece away. Yeah, Um, definitely. I wanted to, I wanted to ask who do you guys think realistically would be a star that can come in in the next year or two? I know we were thinking Devin Booker, but with KD there now, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. And last but not least, my friend and I have a bet okay. that jo- I think that Josh Hart won't start a game this year. Mm-hmm. And he says he will. I think okay. in the regular season, the Knicks won't start him once, barring injury. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get more minutes down the stretch. I think he'll probably play more minutes than Grimes, maybe even RJ some days. So I wanted you to think, uh, we'll, we'll keep the bet in-house yeah. of how much money it is. But let me know what you, if who you think is going to uh, win that bet. Uh, thank you, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. Thanks, Will. Good call. Great call. I'm with you. I'm going with you. I don't see him starting. If it's not broken, don't fix it. I don't see a lot of fans want to see the RJ thing and whatnot. I don't see that happening. He, he played well in the Pelicans game. Let him continue to work through his lumps. They just signed him to a big bag. There's so many reasons why I don't see that happening. But closing is a whole nother story. And if Tibbs needs to go to Hart late in games, he's going to go to him. He, he showed you that. Hart's only been here five games. And he's closed about three. Yep. So, Tibbs has already showed you that's not an issue. But I, I don't think the starting thing is a necessity at this moment. You just let RJ, you know, play through it. He played well Saturday. Let's see what happens tonight. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that at all. I think even, I think it's even better to have Josh Hart come off the bench still just for that impact. Yeah. Competitive, competitiveness, just to have another guard that can bring the ball up. But quickly and kind of, and he allows quickly to play off ball, man. I don't, you don't need to ruin that dynamic. And by the way that they're, it's always about how you close the game. Like how you start is very important. Yeah. I think just, ha- you know, you're going to have Randall and Brunson out there. And if you can get RJ to go downhill. And that's the one thing that I think Tibbs likes having about RJ in that starting lineup is that he will relentlessly go downhill and try just to have the defense collapse on him. Yeah. Hart can attack out 
can drive too, but it's just different. It's just different to have someone who's just going to bully and muscle their way in than just someone who can just be a one man fast break out there and, and at times do it. So I don't think he wants, I don't think it makes sense to ruin up that dynamic. Even with Quentin Grimes, I think you still allow him to start, but when you want some, a veteran presence, it's going to be Josh Hart close. Yeah. And you see that right now. You no, see it. So no, I don't see that change. No doubt about it. And shout out to Big Surge who just joined our channel memberships. Appreciate the support, Surge. So yeah, I, I think that will remain the same even going to the to the playoffs. Now, Will's other question, which everybody wants to know, and I do agree, the Knicks are one piece away. I, I've said that. They're they're another star, another superstar away from from getting into legitimate top three in the East. Consistent, mm-hmm. legitimate top three in the East. The hardest part is getting that person. That's the hardest part. It's not easy at all. The Booker ship has sailed. Even if even even the 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 smallest pipe dream is now closed with Kevin Durant there. There's there's no way. Yeah. So that's gone. There's, there's nothing unless you're looking at Embiid. I don't want Cat. Forget about Carl Anthony Times. He nope. doesn't he doesn't do nope. anything for nope. me. Nope. Nope. The nope. Levine nope. thing. I'm not in on. I'm not in on Levine. Nah. And I hope they're not in on Levine in the offseason. Uh, if they if they made a move for Levine, I'm looking at this front. I've got I'll go back from giving the praise that they have to looking at them funny because you should have gotten in and got Donovan Mitchell at this point. Right. And I was happy. I was I was fine with them not making the trade for Donovan Mitchell. But if you go back and you're gonna make that type of deal to go get Zach Levine, that that makes no sense to me. Yeah. I think the guys that you gotta look at, uh, you gotta go big fish hunting at this point. And it's I think it's Embiid as you noted. I think the other guy you got to keep to keep watch out for mm-hmm. is Luka Doncic because I'm yeah. gonna get the Mavs right, man. right. But I'm not looking at. He said within a year. I don't see the Luka thing. Oh, within, within a year? year, yeah. I don't see. No, I mean things can happen. Things can happen. I mean, yeah. if you if you you just traded the Porsches to get Kyrie, if Kyrie is up and out of there and goes to the Lakers this offseason, yeah, who are you bringing in to come help Luka? That's right. So that's right. It made like I'm just saying things can always change on a whim. Look, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, right? Yeah. Playoffs last season. Now, not even a year later, they're gone. They they had Harden for a year. Gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So things change pretty fast in the NBA. I would just say what I think in B just because of the CAA connections. Mm-hmm. When Leon Rose took over, I, I think it was I forget who wrote the article, but they noted the connections with Embiid and Booker and how they liked him as an agent. Mm. So that's like why Embiid kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. To look out for that, especially if Philly once again doesn't go the distance, like you got to be looking like, all right, what's what's going on here? What are you doing yeah. to make that construction work? But then Luca, man, that's that's the guy I'm okay because that team right now, outside of him and Kyrie, it's rough. True story. Dave G on the Discord. Dave, how you feeling? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, man. What's going on? Uh, unless uh, unless Leon Rose has Dennis Rodman's defense in a syringe that he's going to stick into Zach Levine when he gets here, I'm not really. Yeah, yeah, not, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, That's exactly. I, right. Got, I got two things, guys. One, I'm heated about mm. something, which I'll get into, okay. and I'll get in the first thing first. The Knicks. I one of my biggest things earlier in the year was we were not a good home team. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's changed, but I think we're a much better team at home, which is mm-hmm. promising. Yeah, it's very promising. Um, so I like that a lot. The thing that I'm heated about, man, is I'm tired of just watching Obi running into the corners, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see Obi have some more freedom in this offense with the mm-hmm. bench, man. Like, we've seen Obi get after it and be able to kill other benches. Mm-hmm. I want to see, like, the potential that quickly Hart and Obi have to just get out 
and run and just kill other teams' benches, benches I think it gives us a, a much higher ceiling, a much better potential to, you know, make some more noise, like maybe possibly win a first-round series. Yeah. But I'm tired. Like, Obi's – and that's not like – I'm not like mad at Tibbs. Like, it's just – I don't know what it is, but it's like I just watch Obi run in the corner, and I don't want him to stop shooting. He's shooting the ball well. But, you know, get the ball and not just have to stand there and wait for somebody to come get it. Like, let Obi do some work, man. Like, I'm, I'm oh, man, like yeah. all season long just watching that. Like, Obi's got to get a little bit more freedom going on. I but and appreciate it. Shout you. out to you guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it, Dave. Appreciate it. Hey, look, the frustration is warranted. I, I think we're all there. We all yep. want to see it happen. And, and we all want to see it happen for him because I just feel like there, there's a level that hasn't been tapped into, and that's on the coaching staff to get that figured out outside of just parking him in the corner. Um, you know, you'd think he's Steve Novak out there. You would think he's Steve way, Novak out there. You yeah. Know. By the way, he just keeps running to the corner. Yeah. Sean, Sean Williams, you know, um, and then, and then to his other point at home, well, two games over 500 right now at home. That's mm-hmm. a good start. That's a good start. Yep. But part of it is Randall and Brunson getting the team off to a good start. I think that's important. Whether it's home or on the road, I think that's very important. Because once once they get off to a good start, then they're not pressing as much and it allows the role players to be role players. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been part of what's allowed them to now be over 500 at home and be the sec, have the second best road record in the NBA. It's just having your two stars be your, your pace setters in these games. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah, and you got to even put RJ in there because you also need RJ to give you that offense that he's shown, especially that stretch before he lacerated, got the lacerated finger uh, playing against Dallas. He was starting to find his groove on offense. Mm-hmm. And when you have all those guys clicking and you can then have your role players play their roles, makes things 10 times easier for it to to go well. But absolutely, it's like it's been Brunson and Randall carrying. You know, RJ's hat been up and down. And then if you're going to ask your role players, like, it's very rare, like, to get role players to go exceed their expectations of, like, what they're supposed to do, right? So, as long as those two guys are clicking, as long as we don't give the other role player, like, because we have Zeke Najis and yeah, Ricky Rubio's yeah. coming through, that's the other thing. No star can nights. We, can we can we just also guard the three better? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, well, well, we'll see tonight. We will find out tonight. Let's go back to the Discord. Let's go to the LES. Uh, HF bro in the building. How you feeling, man? What up, CP? What up, Alex? It's Carl from the LES. How's it going? Good, Carl. Beautiful day in the neighborhood, man. How you feeling? Feeling great. Feeling great. Uh, I wanted your take on something. I asked this uh, question a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the mood was a little different. Our win-loss was a little different. The Nets didn't blow up just yet. Mm -hmm. wanted your, your, your take on how you would define success for this season now, Mm -hmm. at this point in the game. Yeah. So... I mean, for me, I would say at least a, I would say at least a couple games in the first round. I would love to win the whole first round. You know what I mean? I would love to, to see them win the first round. If they did win the first round, to me, that'd be an excellent season. But if if they if they fight in a competitive first round matchup, I'd still say it's a good season. That's just my opinion. I still think if if they're able to either win a first round or say win three games. Two, three games, hopefully three. Make it competitive. Mm-hmm. Don't get watched like you did against the Hawks. I think that's right. a good season. 
You know, and I'm glad you said that because I'm on the exact same page. And great question because we wrote about this on KnicksFanTV.com as well. So make sure to go check that out. We did a KFTV roundtable. That was the last question. What has to occur for the season to be a success? I said the same thing, man. You, you can't have a you can't give a gentleman sweep. Make right. it competitive. Seven game series. You got to be in this. All right. Um. Obviously, if you get to the second second round, that's great. But from where, you know, as a Jets fan and watching this past season, like I had expectations of like if you gave me a seven win season, and like watching the quarterback develop, I'd be like, okay, let's let's go. But anything you start with five and two expectations change same thing for the Knicks now mm-hmm. right you start off old rocky you thought we all thought like this was going to be Tibbs last season by after that Dallas game the first time around you're like woof. Mm-hmm. things things weren't looking great but now that they're being competitive you're eight games over 500 you're showing that you can compete with some of these teams you've beaten the Cavs twice you beat the Celtics you've beaten the Sixers all right you've won back-to-backs or the second game of a back-to-back multiple times this season yeah so I know you're competitive. I know you can win these games. We've seen great performances from Brunson, Randall, and so and everybody else. With that, now it's like it's not just making the playoffs and being okay. Now you got to compete in the playoffs and make it a seven-game series. And yeah, the bar is low. You know, this is like this isn't anything great, but this is like it's kind of the journey for a lot of these teams that go through the whole playoff things. Like you watch the Bucks, you watch the Celtics. Like you have your moments of like highs and lows. But as long as you're consistently in the playoffs, and that's going to be the next thing, right? After the season, you make the playoffs, say you make a seven-game series. Now it's like, all right, you got to get to the second round and all that type of stuff. You got to see the progression. So the progression is like, we know this team can make the playoffs. This team is much better than it was two years ago, all right? It's younger. You got good veterans on the bench. Uh, You know, like Derrick Rose, you see the ovation that Julius Randle gave him after the postgame and talk about his importance, even though he's not playing. Same thing with even Fournier. You still have a veteran that's also been in the playoffs. Got a good amount of youth on this team to keep it energetic. You got your top, two top guns in Brunson and Randall who are performing. They're in, you know, Randall's in his in his prime. Brunson's about to enter because he's 26, though, on the younger side. But this is like a good mix of everything. So you want to see this team be competitive. We know they can make it to the playoffs. How far can you go now is the question. True indeed, true indeed, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks Weekly presented by Manscaped. Episode 49, we got a big week, big lineup of, of shows. Uh, like I said, man, lock in, trust me. We got a big, big week uh, tonight. Play-by-play live, hosted by JD Sports Talk. Knicks post-game live after that, hosted by CP and Alex. Uh, a couple interviews in the pipeline as well. And, and mm. a four-game tilt. Four-game tilt on, on the docket, man. So we'll see where this Knicks team stacks up with a big, big Eastern Conference matchup against the Celtics. Let's talk about six-man, man. Six-man of the year, Al. This was a a recent Sports Illustrated article, and their books have the six-man of the year odds. Malcolm Brogdon as a favorite, minus 161. Norman Powell, Mm -hmm. plus 350. Tyrese Maxey, plus 350. Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, Brody plus fifteen hundred, Jordan Poole plus twenty eight hundred, and Benedict Matherin plus twenty eight hundred. There's only one problem. There yeah, is a player missing. missing on this list, and that is Emmanuel. Emmanuel, quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you got you got to have quickly on this list, man. You know, you got to have quickly on this list. Snub job is real again, man. Yeah. 
because outside of Brogdon and Powell, Maxi Westbrook, Poole, Babbitt, you got to have defense in here. And what, what quickly is doing for this Knicks defense off the bench can't be understated. It's not only off the bench, it's as a starter as well. Either when he's starting game, when he started games in RJ's absence, or he's closing games. Even in Brunson's absence. Even in Brunson's absence. Or he's or he's closing games. You you you've got to get quickly in there, man. Um, a lot of improvements offensively. His shooting numbers have gotten a lot better. Shooting close to forty percent from three in his last ten. He's up to about twelve points per game now. Look, Brogdon's having a great year. Fourteen points per game. He's shooting forty six percent from downtown. You knew that if if the Celtics got a healthy Brogdon, he was going to lift that team up. So. Yeah, I understand the edge that they give him. They're first in the sure. East. He's a tremendous, tremendous contribution to that team. I understand that. I think Norman Powell's having a great year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted him on the Knicks instead of Fournier. No offense to Fournier. But I did want him on the Knicks before he signed that five-year deal with the Blazers. <laughs> um, and the Knicks were interested. They, they, I don't know if it was the fifth year sticking point or whatever, but they went with Fournier. Yo, Max, he's missed some time. Defensively, I don't think he's as good as quick. Westbrook... Ugh. Forget about Brody. I don't even what, know what, what, are we, what are we doing that, with that? That's well, just, that's just a name. On the list? That's just a are name we, off the bench. Are we just are we just excluding wins at this point? Yeah, because that's the only way he's on this list. As, and this is not even. Yeah, as like, you go down the list, yeah, you are excluding wins. Jordan Poole, Benedict Mathurin. You're definitely excluding wins as you go down that list. Oh my god. You know the the fact that quickly is not even on that list is disgusting. You yeah. know, it's just disgusting. Because his impact on this team, and look, I wrote about it for KnicksFanTV.com. I say he's the third most impactful player on this team. Yeah. Who's he's missed what one game this season? He can he's yeah. he's the leader of the bench. You need him to fill in as a starter. Yeah, who's the first guy you're going to? Him. Right. Right? We've seen him put up what, like fifty over fifteen assists in a game. We see him put up 20, 30 points in games. Like the guy can play. And so, and even when you watch him this season, this is the best we've seen him offensively throughout his entire three years as a Nick. It was just like, all right, he's just a three-point shooter his rookie season. He was trying to get his playmaking chops, and he was struggling last season until after the All-Star break. Now, after he 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 went on the scene, what bursted for twenty some odd points after the Golden State Warriors. He's been on track offensively, defensively. We're seeing the mid-range. He's able to finish layups. His floater's back. He's he's good from shooting three at this point. His defense is just, I don't even know how you're not even watching. If you don't even, if you can't even mention Quickly's defense, you're not watching games. Correct. You are not yeah. watching games. The fact that he's not even up there. He should be number three on that list. Yeah. All right. Knicks are nowhere in where they are. Like you can talk about Brunson. You can talk about Randall Neen, those guys, but guess what? There's a reason why there's a six-man award because you know you need the continuity and some offensive scoring punch coming off the bench to keep things rolling. Right, and that's what quickly but gives see, you. And, and to to not even give him that recognition right now is wild. Yeah, but see that that's why, and I don't expect him to win. I just think he should. Deserve no, 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 no. It's not saying to win. It's just recognition. Yeah, I think he deserves recognition. But as you said, because of that offensive punch is why you see guys like a Brogdon and a Powell at the top because those guys have been better offensively than quickly, but different roles also. I, th- I think they're also playing different roles. Uh, Maxi, obviously, offensively, yes, is, is better than quick, but I, as I said, I think I give quickly the defensive edge. 
you're looking at Westbrook, Poole, Mathurin, you know, those guys aren't contributing to wins. So it, it's a, it's an interesting uh it's an interesting take. But I think I think quickly deserves to be in contention. I think he deserves recognition. He's gonna be a free agent soon. That certainly helps his resume. Mm-hmm. Hey, and 13 in the chat says maybe next year. Maybe next year for quick. Look, and that's all I'm saying. Like, you, like we're, I'm just listening to all these things. I'm not saying, like, what the Celtics are doing with Brogdon, that's just, you got to be winning to, like, be mm-hmm. up there, right? Mm-hmm. Or you have to be head and shoulders above the rest of the pack. And Brogdon's been doing it for a minute. He was a starter for a reason. Now he's better coming off the bench just to limit his playing time, injury, stuff like that. There's a reason, same thing for Derrick Rose, why he was in consideration. And think about that storyline for Emmanuel quickly. We st- Derek Rose was a six man star in the season. Yeah. Wasn't the same. And 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 Tibbs cut it to nine and promoted quickly. Sure did. Think about that. Sure did. Think about that. And for not even to give him recognition, which is just what we're saying. You got to give him recognition for the hard work he's put in mm-hmm. just to be a consistent two way player. A lot of those guys you said aren't even full on two way players. Jordan Poole. Come on, man. Come on. The disrespect and not, is real, Where are the Warriors? Where are the right. Warriors right now that you right. have to have him over quickly? Right. Not doing much, and it's not— it's, Is he starting most games, too? I, I haven't checked in on the Warriors in a bit, but um, isn't he starting? Yes, yes. With Steph out, he's starting. But that, that team, Clay's, Clay's the one that's killing for that team right now. Cl- and, Clay's how, one how, how are we even going to have Jordan Poole, then, if he's starting? Then you're not a six-man. At some point, you got to say, if he's starting most of the season, it's not a six-man. The, the disrespect is real, man. Shout out to Shells Heavy. $10 Super Chats has put some respect on IQ's name. He should be no lower than third on this list. Knicks against the world. Shout out to our guy, Shells Heavy. All right, let's wrap with a couple more, with a couple calls. Area code 870. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Man, you know it's true for Marcus South Colony. True. What's going on, What's fella? good, Truth? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling, man? Oh yeah, like you said, beautiful day in the neighborhood, Absolutely. man. But uh, I love what IQ been doing over the last month. He's been the key off the bench. I see him being sixth man of the year, even though they're trying to put Westbrook and Maxie and everybody else into it. But and every time I was about to call in and make a bad take about RJ, something happened to where I couldn't. But I love the way that he's a yeah, for real. I love the way that. He's not afraid to shoot the mid-range anymore because it's opening up the floor in his game. Yeah. And Brunson is Brunson. If we can get that game out of him like he had in New Orleans almost every game along with RJ and Julius, then we'll be good headed to the playoffs. And Mitch been missing. And I'm waiting on Grimes and Over to catch that group within the offense. Let's go already, man. Good to hear from you, Truth. Y'all ready. So, so I got Truth from Arkansas on the check-in. Said he had to smoke for RJ, man, but uh, <laughs> hasn't been able to dish it out. All right. I just, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I just checked Jordan Poole, uh, how many games he's played. He's played, he started 38 games out of 61. Mm. What about 62% yeah. he started this season? How's that even a six man? Nah, how can you start most of the games and be in the six man consideration? It, it's just recency. You're a starter. You're a starter at that point. It's it's recency bias, man. It's crazy. The disrespect is real. We got no love in these streets, man. Nine one seven. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, what's going on, CP? What's going on, Alex? It's uh, Jay from Houston. Jay H Town in up? the building. What's good, bro? 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Man, I just wanted to say this well, this quick thing. First off, I hate how the media is looking at the Knicks. Man, they treating us like a like a lower market team, man, and I don't think yeah. they should do that. But I just wanted to say I feel like if RJ can play like he did the other night, mm-hmm. he's the X factor, and he's going to determine our seeding as well as uh, how well we do in the playoffs. Because I feel like, and not even just the offense, because that was just a plus, mm-hmm. but what he brought defensively and his playmaking, like because we know he can get into the paint, mm-hmm. but he's usually you know trying to draw a foul. But if he's looking more to make other players better and, you know, pass the ball, and he plays the same way he played the other night, I really feel like we can make yeah. noise in the playoffs. Big facts. Because I feel like we already have two all-stars. We have Quentin Grimes, who's a lockdown defender. Mitch Robb is one of the best defensive centers in the league, as well as one of the best offensive players. Mm-hmm. So it's just that R.J. Barrett spot that if he plays that way, man, I really feel like we can make it to the second round. But that was it, guys. I hope you have a good rest of the day. Have a good one, man. Thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. I agree with him, 100%. I love what mm-hmm. I saw from RJ Saturday night, man. Yeah. Loved it. Playmaking RJ is a is a good RJ. Obviously, you like when he's making the shots as well. He was efficient. But playmaking RJ is also important to this team. Seven assists that game. Seven assists. You love to see it. Love to see it. Seven assists. I think he went three or four out of seven from downtown. I think it was four out of seven for downtown. So... You know, we just need to see consistency at this point from RJ. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's it. Yep. We know it's in there. Can you do it consistently? It's in there, man. <laughs> it, it is in there. And the last game, shot 57% from downtown, 64% from the field, 25 points. 4 of 7 from downtown was RJ. 8 of 13 from the field overall with 7 assists and 4 rebounds. Had a great game. 3 turnovers. Great game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great game. So let's see if he can continue. He's going to be tested because uh, one of he, Julius Randle, Quentin Grimes, will, will have the test that is Jason Tatum tonight. Mm. So let, let's see how they how they, uh, how they man up there. 347, 347, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, what's up? I'm Nat Nat. You talking to me? Yes, sir. How are you? Hey, what's up, buddy? This is Nat Nat. Big Nat. I took off the big. Look, I... Uh, I agree with the last caller, what y'all saying about RJ. He's really the X factor in all of this. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, the way they're playing right now, I think they can go to the finals. Mm. I, ain't, I ain't drunk. No type of nothing. I really believe they got <laughs> what it takes. He said I ain't drunk. Nat Nat has at, jumped. I look at, listen, right? I'm being honest. I look at other teams. and you know, I've yep. been a Knicks fan forever, right? And I look at other teams that have been winning the championships as of late. We got a deep bench. We got players that can step up, makes man mentality. Mm. We could do it. We, we got to really want it. If they all want it, and they playing like they want it, that's it. Tibbs just got to really get them there. I think he could do it, man. I okay. think I think this out here. We had the 50 seat um, celebration the other night. Yeah. It's our time, bro. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go, man. You got to change that battery in the smoke detector. But Nat, Nat is jumping all the way out the window, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. He said, finals, here we come. Woo. Man. You know, you know, C, was it TM and Raymond Jimenez said, uh, TM said I'd be jumping off the, the Burj Khalifa uh, if, the, if the, yeah. Celt- the Knicks beat the Celtics twice this week. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond Jimenez said I'd be trust falling if they beat the Celtics twice this week. This man, full no, on, no parachute. The plane. No parachute. He's not even a window, man. That, no parachute. No full parachute. On, jumped out man. the plane. Yeah. No parachute. Shout out to that now. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Shout out to Philly J. Welcome to the Franchise Channel memberships, man. Philly J 
has just joined the group of elites, man. Along with Shah, we got Shahid in here. Father Peace, Jorge Lopez. Shout out to Nick. All the channel members in here, man. TM, what's good? All the channel members in here. Salute, 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 salute to Gamba. We got Al Els checking in from Germany. I see somebody else checking in from Portugal, Kaiju. So salute to Let's our go. friends over there. They are, they are up and at it and able to see a live show, man. So definitely appreciate it. For the rest of you in the chat, man, throw your cities in the chat, throw your countries in the chat. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. And last call of the day, let's hear from uh, 919. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hello. Hey, but one nine one nine that be on the hold that long. Cause I got a closing to do. I got a job to do. Ain't no salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's. Blessings, health, happiness to everybody. Y'all caught me in the middle of the day. I'm on my business routine. I got two companies here, a delivery service and a moving service. Let's so this go. is what I do during the daytime. Reason why I share that with y'all, because you know what I'm saying? Um, in February um, 2016, I came home from a federal business. So don't let nobody say you can't change your life. Don't let nobody right. tell you you can't do it, become what you want to do. All all, everything is in front of you. All you got to do is pursue and always, you know what I'm saying, keep your dreams in front of you and keep chopping and keep doing what you're doing. But I don't care about the Boston Celtics. I don't care about the Green Lantern. I don't care about who we got to check. They got to check us. First thing first, we going to start letting people know that when we come in they building, they got somebody to get ready to play. This is a different team, a different squad. This year with a point guard. And we got Josh Hart. And we got Julius on some MVP. Forget MIP. He on MVP. He better be making second team this year on the NBA, the way he putting in that work, you know what I'm saying? I don't care about who playing for the Boston, who ain't playing for Boston, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter who playing, who not playing. See, it's not about, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, getting all, all, uh, uh, what type of wins you can win. This ain't the NCAA, NCAA tournament. You be whoever's in front of you. And if they weak and they limping, guess what? That ain't not a problem. Handle my business and do what we got to do. Shout out to all them great, you know what, legends that we celebrated over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? We, I'm getting ready to get off the phone. I'm tired. I'm up and down these, up and down these steps. But I got a job to do, too. I'm a closer. This is the only person I work for, CP. And all the other business, I own them. So you can come home to prison and be an owner and do your own thing. Salute, 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 three capital Let's F. go. Jay Boogie, ladies and gentlemen, on the work grind, but still tapping in and still closing the show. Didn't know I'd be going to church at 3.15 p.m. Early, early. On a Monday. But early. Right, here we are. <laughs> Early, man. He's out of breath. He's working. He's multitasking, man. He's on the grind right now. 3.15 in the afternoon. Shout out Dedication. to everybody. Dedication, absolutely. Shout out to everybody at work right now that's uh, taking the time away to handle more important business, and that is watching the number one show for the fans, by the fans, man. Knicks Fan TV. Great episode of Knicks Weekly, the matinee edition. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in. Shout out to all of our channel members. We got Blood of the Panther in here. What's going on? Christopher Blake, how you feeling? HB Carlos checking in. From Portugal, Jamaica, Queens, always appreciate it, man. JT Riddick, Fight Out Super Chat says, uh, Salute KFTV, 700 in the chat. Let's get those likes up. Hashtag all 82. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Let's get those likes up. We are closing in on 60,000 subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. So we need you to hit the subscribe button. We need you to hit the notification bell. We need you to share these videos and hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We are creeping in on another big milestone for this channel. I think we can get there before the end of the week. But you guys got to do your job. We'll do our job, man. Number one show for the fans, by the fans. Let me make sure I didn't miss any Super Chats. Uh, Jay says, is JD doing a game tonight? Yes, he is. Play-by-play -play live presented uh, by KnicksFanTV.com and hosted 
by JD Sports Talk. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, also, the show is available in audio podcast format. So no reason to miss it. If you miss it on, on video, shout out to the Replay Gang, which you can always catch it on audio podcast platforms. We'll get that up there ASAP. Play by play live tonight, post game live tonight. Big, big week ahead for Ooh. the squad. Al, you ready, man? Al, go ahead and take, take a nap and, and get back ready, man. 10 30. We'll you, be man. back on, man. I told I, I, you, you know, we spoke about this. I woke up cranky, not feeling. I had to take a nap before we watched the Knicks game, man. Yeah. Get, get, get into your territory. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. old, man. Listen, welcome to my world, man. I'll be having to take my old man siestas throughout the day, man. Maybe a little four o'clock. You know, just a little like 15 minute quick joint, just to power up, all you need, just to man. recharge, just just like how you charge up your phone battery. You gotta you gotta charge up your tempo, man. Charge up your battery. Just a quick little 10, 15 minute boom. Back at it, ready for the nightcap. You know what I'm saying? No, you already know, man. You already know. We got a lot. You got we got interviews dropping this week. We got yeah. Play by play, post game, game of the week. Yeah. Articles, content galore. Content. Content, content galore. Content, man. So. I'll see you tonight. Great show. Great show. TM, great show. Everybody in the chat who joined us, man. Thanks again. We out of here. See you tonight. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.